Hello, listeners. Uh, before we get on with today's show, we have a message from our supporters over at Mania Club. Established in 2015, Mania Club is a WWE-recognized community for people who love to talk about professional wrestling and who travel to events around the world. And during WrestleMania weekend, Mania Club hosts an annual world-renowned tailgate party. Connect with people, learn stuff, and stuff from the locals, and rely on the members of the group to help you navigate through the craziness that is WrestleMania week. Not only that, Mania Club are an organization that is also focused on charity work and they successfully raised over ten thousand dollars for connor's cure this year amazing stuff indeed and you can join in on the action at wrestlemania weekend as they bring to you the only wwe sanctioned tailgate party located on lot 27 on metlife stadium before wrestlemania 35 the event will feature all you can eat barbecue all you can drink beer all you can drink soda a live dj a live podcast by the new age insiders raffle prizes and special guests Search Mania Club with a location set to New York on Eventbrite or alternatively join the Mania Club group on Facebook. We will also be posting links on our social media to this event and their group so you won't be able to miss it either. Search Mania Club on Eventbrite and buy your ticket today. It's all about the pod and how you play it. All about listening if you can take it. All about opinion if you can take it. It's all about Holy Shoot. And welcome to the Holy Shoot podcast, a podcast that is all about the world of professional wrestling. Joining us on today's show is... Hey, this is Chen. Hey, this is Chris. Holy fuck, Chris is back. And uh, my name is Broderick. I am your host. Anyway, guys. In the words of Enzo More, how are you doing? Well, Chris, I've got a question to ask you. You've been dis- you've disappeared for a while. So yeah. I was hoping you were training in the gym because we did say in in the month of March you're gonna start wrestling training. Yeah. Did we not say yeah, we and you <laughs> you you're the one who messaged me about it as well. <laughs> Let's do it in March. So what's yeah. happening, Chris? What's happening? When are we going to do it? Well, obviously, I've been away. I haven't been on the pod for a long time because I've been... You've been in, training, been, right? I've been training, yeah. Non-stop, every day, five hours a day in the gym. So you're ready to take bumps with me? Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm ready. I'm waiting for you. I take a psychology class as well? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, boy. I cannot wait for this. Maybe you should start a YouTube channel and just record you guys failing. <laughs> what? Just do a vlog, yeah? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you just get me on commentary just doing, like, Corey Graves things, making snide remarks, realising <laughs> I can't do it. But, uh, don't worry. I've done the class, and um, it was just literally... I think, yeah, it's just conditioning. It was just pure conditioning. It's like the first class of the Knucklebox gym. It used to be the Progress gym. I died and I couldn't go back because my spine went into spasm. So, wow. Uh, uh, which school are you going to? Just out of curiosity, if you do decide to go, are you go in progress, London School, Lucha Libre, somewhere else. We're going to the Lucha Libre. Ah. That's the cheapest option. For yeah, my budget like, right now. I think it's like ten. <laughs> you could tell me about that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like ten part of class. So I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean both the options are very good. Um, don't sue us progress but yeah cool 
Um, What's any, new with you, Brod? I'm going to WrestleMania next week, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't need to rub it in, yeah? Don't oh, need to no, rub it in. I, I'm rubbing it in. I'm yeah, rubbing fuck it in. you, Rod. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> 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 you know, TakeOver, WrestleMania, Pancakes and Pile Drivers, WrestleCon, Access, Raw After Mania, which I'm looking forward to because... Uh, if you guys didn't know, I just chant a lot of shit all the time. So I'm looking forward to Raw After Mania. That's going to be my yard. I'm going to be like the Roman Reigns of fans. I'm going to get heat. I'm going to get booed out of the building. You're just going to be that douche that brings that beach ball into the crowd, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. No, yeah. no, no, not really. I think beach balls are too far. I don't like beach balls in Mexican ways, but chants. It's just the, get, the effort of getting up for a Mexican wave that annoys me more than the actual Mexican wave itself. But yeah, beach balls is a bit annoying. I, I, Cesaro ripping up the beach ball is one of my favourite SummerSlam moments of all time. Anyway, anyways, I think that was fantastic general banter, gentlemen. I think that's fantastic general banter. But coming up on today's show, we'll be discussing the very worst of WrestleMania. This is, of course, following on from the best of WrestleMania and then another bout of Ring of Dishonor. But up first is our hot takes on what's been happening in the world of wrestling after this break. So, the news. Uh, let's start with this uh, headline first. The women... Will main event WrestleMania for the first time? Uh, Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey, uh, Becky Lynch, and SmackDown Women's Champion now Charlotte Flair, a little about that later, will compete for the Raw Women's Championship in a triple threat match at the MetLife Stadium in New Jersey in less than a fortnight. Is this a shock to you guys that it's going to be main event in WrestleMania? Or, and, and, and is this what you wanted? Chen, you're the man that's more controversial around here. What's your take? Um, I mean... Is, re- is anyone really surprised about this? I mean, this talk has been going on since last year's WrestleMania, when it was just meant to be Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte mm. about main eventing WrestleMania. So I don't get why people are surprised. I knew this was going to happen. Like, Becky Lynch is the hottest act right now in the WWE. And There's this is pretty much... Yeah, but Kofi Kings has been hot for like a minute, like a month. This whole angle has been going on since, what, since Survivor Series or just before Survivor Series? Yeah, yeah. yeah. like Brand Evolution. And if you include, include the Charlotte Flair theme, uh, SummerSlam. What, yeah. what about, but even prior to that, Chris, what about you? Is this a shock to you or, you know? Well, I didn't realise this was news. I, I thought we already knew about this for, for weeks, months. Yeah, but it wasn't confirmed, so, you know. Yeah, but it might as well have been. I mean, I think it's just big because, first of all, it's history. Women main event in WrestleMania, and I'm glad it's happening. But really, like I'm saying, like, why is everyone really surprised? Like, kudos to WWE for actually having the guts to put this as a main event. You know, they're finally taking a lead from out of UFC, putting women as the uh, main event. Women can sell tickets. Indeed, indeed. And merchandise, too. Yeah. Anyway, Keeping on the theme of women, the SmackDown Women's Championship changed hands this week on SmackDown as Charlotte Flair dethroned Asuka on the latest edition, becoming an eight-time Women's Champion. Uh, what do you think is going to happen going forward with the SmackDown Women's Championship belt? Honestly, like, at first I was very, very shocked, and I was like, what the hell? 
does Oscar not get a match at WrestleMania? Does uh, even Sonya Deville, who I'm a big fan of, does she not get a match at WrestleMania? But I was looking at it from another point of view. And I was thinking the SmackDown title has been kind of irrelevant. Like I was happy when Oscar beat Charlotte and Becky at TLC, but mm-hmm. since then it's just been the title's just been so irrelevant right now. All the focus is on. Um, the Raw women's title. And I think this puts more heat on Charlotte as well. And makes her look more of a bigger opponent. When she faces Becky Lynch. And then Becky Lynch, it makes Becky look more of the underdog. She's the only one without a title now. What about you Chris? Do you agree with Chen's sentiment? Oh yeah I do. But um, I, I, I don't think there should be two women's titles anyway. I think there should be one. I mean that's what they're doing with the tag titles. So... Would it make sense to have to unify the two titles? Perhaps that's the direction they're going in. Yeah. See, I have a theory, and it might be stupid. And to be honest, there's an outsider's chance this is happening. So, on Raw uh, this this week, uh, well, this coming Monday, it's going to be the Riot Squad against Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky, with the stipulation that if anyone tries to screw anyone over in the Ronda, Charlotte, Becky team, they lose their spot at WrestleMania. Well, in the main event. I reckon, bizarrely, Charlotte might cost herself a spot at WrestleMania, making it Ronda versus Becky, giving the fans what they really want, and having an Asuka-Charlotte rematch for the SmackDown Women's title, and Asuka goes over. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, maybe it's wishful thinking. It it could happen, but me personally now, I've been invested in all three as in Charlotte, Ronda, and Becky, and I just want them to see them face a each lot, other. A lot of people aren't invested, though. A lot of people want Ronda versus Becky. Uh, it's been the one-on-one match that majority of people wanted. And don't get me wrong, I, I've, for a long time, I've been a triple threat defender. It actually makes more sense in terms of storyline, not how they booked it after the match was made. But, um, yeah, I... Yeah, the momentum died in this storyline. The only way to redeem it, in my opinion, is to remove Charlotte Flair from this match. And maybe maybe this is a way out. But I'll see what happens next week before we make our predictions on uh, the actual WrestleMania. If your prediction doesn't come true, feel free to give me your WrestleMania ticket. Uh, no. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, from one WrestleMania to a triple mania, mm, some not so WWE news and former UFC fighter Kane Velasquez has signed for the AAA promotion uh, to uh, compete at Triple Mania to either face Pentagon, Texano or Psycho Clown. Another MMA fighter joined in professional wrestling. Will this make you watch Triple Mania, guys? Uh, I don't really know what Triple Mania is. It's like WrestleMania for AAA. But uh, thanks okay. for your honesty. Yeah, do some research <laughs> next time, you asshole. Chen, <laughs> uh, I won't be watching it. Uh, I don't. I it, although I have been liking a lot. Of, you know, I've I've only been recently. I'll say in the last year, been following Pentagon, and I like. Mm. I do like what he does and everything. But overall, I don't really care about this pay per view or nothing like that. But. Um, I saw how Kane will do in the wrestling. I mean, I think all UFC fighters now pick up wrestling easily. It's just the I think what they find difficult is cutting a promo and doing the psychology, understanding the psychology. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I would argue Matt Riddle is an exception to that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Matt Riddle fan by any stretch of the imagination, but I think he's, oh, yeah, he's a good. Dumper. Um, for me, I'm interested. It's actually got me interested for once. I mean, Triple A, I think, uh, not had a good run of triple manias i don't think i think they had that rosemary incident i think that happened there i'm probably oh it was, that was at triple mania okay i think so if not apologies uh to anyone affiliated with that promotion and i think there's also an incident with jeff jarrett being drunk but i'm not sure if that was at triple mania either but that was it might be cml thinking about it but either way like kane velasquez versus pentagon sign me up i'm really interested in that fight at least but yeah so you know at least one of us might watch triple mania Anyway, that wraps up the news. And up next is our main event of a segment, which is going to be the worst of WrestleMania. So join us after this break. This podcast is affiliated with the WWL Meetup Group. WWL or Watch Wrestling London get together with many fans to watch pay-per-view replays on Monday nights and attend live events across London, be it WWE, Progress, Rev Pro, Eve and many more. It's a great way to watch wrestling with friendly people and all are welcome to join. You can find out more at WatchWrestling.London or just Google Watch Wrestling London and you'll find the Meetup page. WrestleMania is usually a wonderful time of wrestling festivity. It is Christmas for wrestling fans, but like Christmas, there are always a few duds disguised as gifts. Today, we are ranking our top five worst matches, our top five worst moments, and what we also consider to be the worst WrestleMania of all time. Uh, before we start, I just want to say thank you for voting in our Facebook poll on the Mania Club group and our Twitter poll on whether WrestleMania 14, uh, Jason's choice, uh, WrestleMania 17, which was Chen's choice, or WrestleMania 19, which is my choice, uh, to see which one is the best WrestleMania of all time. And lo and behold, Chen's pick was the most popular by quite some bit. I don't have the stat to hand, but I think over half voted for WrestleMania 17. So well done, Chen. You actually went thank for the you. norm. With thank once. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know. What does he win? Is there a prize? Uh, he wins a bit of restriction on mocking Baron Corbin this week. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, spoiler alert, when, when coming up with this list, the first thing that came to my head was when Baron Corbin won the WrestleMania uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal, WrestleMania 32, in his debut. I was like, oh, Baron Corbin. But. <laughs> It's not actually the worst battle royal I've ever seen, so it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, shall we get on with our worst five matches? I'm going to start with you, Chen. What is your fifth worst match of WrestleMania history? Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 28. Ooh, why? I mean, what was it? 16 seconds? 18. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this 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 comment has gone on further. So moving on, <laughs> Chris, what's your num- number five? Number five, I've got John Cena versus The Miz at WrestleMania 27. Ooh, I don't think it was that bad, right? Uh, it's more of the ending. Uh, was it the Rock interfering, right? Yeah, double count out. I think it was yeah. or something. Uh, yeah, uh, my my fifth worst match was Bret Hart versus Mr. McMahon at WrestleMania 26 just because it wasn't a match. It was just a very slow and painful beatdown that lasted God knows how many minutes and had the hearts surrounding the ring celebrating over McMahon. Boring. Just boring. Both men can't go. Why does this match exist? So we'll move on. 
So, uh, moving on to our fourth pick, uh, Chen, what was your fourth worst pick? I got Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania 20. So, spoiler, I have this later uh, on my list, so I want to talk about this a bit more. Uh, what, why is it number four on your list, mate? So much hype and so little wrestling. Do you think it was due to the fact that the fans... Um, weren't invested in the match because they found out that both men are leaving beforehand. It was like the first time the Smarks took over a crowd, right? I You could say that, but at the end of the day, if a match is good, like if the wrestlers gave it, actually gave it a go, like you can win over the fans. Even if they are bullshitting on that match before it even starts. Yeah, I... Mm, yeah, I I think the lack of effort was what really killed this match more than anything else. It was just like I just think they ran into each other for like for a few minutes first. Yeah. I, I can't remember. And they held hands for like ten minutes, uh, squeezing each other's hand. It's like they were playing mercy. Yeah, I mean, not even Steve Austin could save that match, and that was saying something. Yeah. Chris, Chris, do you have that match later on your list? I do actually. Yeah. Ooh, is it your number four? It's not. Oh, what what is your number four? My number four is Braun Strowman and Nicholas versus the Bar. What the fuck? Why? What? What is it with this podcast that's picking on <laughs> eight-year-olds? Was it a good match? <laughs> it was not even the it worst was... match on the card. No, it was. It was not even the worst match of twenty-eight. Uh, why are you beating down on young Nicholas? <laughs> <laughs> so, what? okay, why is it in your number four? Apart from it's just a really bad match. Yeah, it's just a bad match. And I was just kind of annoyed at the fact they got an eight-year-old to win the tag championship. But <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it did bury the bar for quite a bit, uh, yeah. I have to say. Did it piss you off in the audience when you were there? Because you were there in your audience last year. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, uh, I, me and a lot of the crowd were kind of annoyed and shocked. Yeah, <laughs> because didn't you think it would be like Rey Mysterio who'd come in or something? Yeah, we thought we'd get someone like that, but no. Uh, or, or did you hope when Braun Strowman went into the crowd, he'll pick you as his tag team partner? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Wes did volunteer though. <laughs> <laughs> Wes is a mutual friend of ours. Uh, shout out to Wes. Anyway, uh, my number four is the Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal from WrestleMania 25. Two words, Santina Morella. Just Santina. I just, yep. So insulting. So insulting. Uh, guys, uh, I'm going to go to you first, Chris. What's your number three? My number three? Okay, yep. this might be controversial. Uh, Hogan... Andre WrestleMania three. What the fuck? Have you have you watched the match recently? I mean, it's it's, it's, it's of its time to say the least, but it's iconic and very important yeah. to the success of the wrestling business. I mean, yeah, no, I agree with that. It's it's probably one of the most iconic moments in the history. But as yep. a match, it's 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 really bad. Yeah. What, what do you think, Chen? Have you seen the match? Yeah, I mean. It was good for its time, but I wouldn't. It's not. If this match happened now, we would all be shitting on it. 
<laughs> right. Could, could you imagine, like, if it was Roman Reigns versus Andre at that point? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The booze. <laughs> Detroit, <laughs> Detroit would be more destroyed than it was before. Um, it's not even the worst Hulk Hogan match, right? Is it the worst Hulk Hogan match at WrestleMania, guys? No. Well, um, Dave Meltzer's rated it minus four stars, I think it was, so... Uh, yeah. Well, you know that's melts. Yeah. Yeah. If it ain't if it ain't Japanese, and we're not talking fake Japanese like Yakazuna, Yakazuna, then uh, he doesn't really uh, rate it anything above two stars in his opinion. I, I jest, I jest. He is actually quite fair in my opinion, but and he's a very good indicator of quality. But minus four stars, I don't think it deserved that comparison to some others we have on the list. Chen, what's your number three? My number three is Michael Cole versus Jerry the King Lawyer. Oh, spoiler. I have this on my list too somewhere. Yep, so do I. Oh, oh. So shall we save that discussion for later on? Yeah, sure. Cool. My number three was Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg at WrestleMania 20 for the same reasons that we indicated. So shall we just go to our number two? Chan, what's your number two? So I actually got Vince versus Bret Hart. Ooh, so why why have you put it higher up over some others? Because it was an angle that it was it was an angle that I get it I get it why it had to happen because just so that it would make a great storyline, Bret Hart can get his revenge. But at the same time, it was like you two you two these are two old people who can't go. There's no point, like. You know, like this, this, it, this match happened way too late. I was happy when Bret Hart returned and he did the, and him and Shawn Michaels reunited in the ring. I would have said just put it to rest there. Yeah, I think that would have been a more positive ending. I, in terms of storyline, I wish they kind of like did what they did with WrestleMania 23, where Vince picked his own guy and Bret picked his own guy, and then they just have a decent battle. Like, yeah. you know just something and then put something on the line maybe maybe i'm overbooking it slightly but i i get i you know i agree i get why they wanted it to happen it's just you know bret hart couldn't go because of obvious medical reasons mr mcmahon he probably would have wanted to go but he obviously had to be uh put someone over at wrestlemania like he usually does so yeah it was just a really bad match uh chris what's your number two my number two is Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg, WrestleMania 20. Oh. For all of the reasons that have been discussed. Fairy yeah. land, boring yeah. match. Very vanilla. So, uh, my number two is not Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Ooh. But it is a Hulk Hogan match. It's Hulk Hogan versus Yokozuna at WrestleMania 9. So, if I mean, if anyone doesn't know the story by now, Yokozuna beats Bret Hart to win the WWF Championship. And then, because Hogan didn't want WrestleMania to end on a low point and a heel winning, he volunteered his services to beat Yokozuna in 90 seconds or so and become WWF Champion in what was officially the dumbest ending in the history of WrestleMania. Um, I excluded this from my worst five moments because I just wanted to include it in here because it's technically a match. Um, yeah, this is absolutely dreadful. <laughs> like this is the worst of the worst of Hogan booking in WWF. Uh, thank God he did have his last run in the early noughties. I know people 
some people didn't like it, but he did put a lot of people over, making up for the fact that he pretty much shat on everything else. The only redeeming side, I'm going to end this rant, is um, it did lead to Yokozuna versus Bret Hart, the rematch the following year, in which Bret Hart was put over, as he should have been put over at WrestleMania 9. But there you go. Black Eye Hogan. Hmm. Guys, what uh, is this? Is this any of you guys number one, or did you completely ignore this one? I haven't actually seen it, so I couldn't put it in there. But I think I'll go back. Do your research, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't seen every single WrestleMania. I like Mike. Yeah, you know, Mike is the Iron Man. What about you, Chen? What What do you thought? What are your thoughts on Hogan versus Yokozuna? It is one of my um, worst moments for WrestleMania. But it's not one of my worst matches. Okay, we'll talk about it more then. So, uh, shall we get on with number one? I'll reveal my number one first because I've mentioned it earlier, but my number one is Michael Cole versus Jerry Lawler. Chris, is this your number one? It is, yeah. Ooh. Okay, so Chen, we can join in. You can now join in on the shit. uh, uh, I can't really describe it. I just want to use the word shit. Uh, Let's just shit on this match together, guys, right now. Uh, (laughs) That's so bad. Keep that in the podcast. Um, So, yeah, this match is terrible, right? This is the epitome of all four. How is this not your number one, Chen? That's what I want to know. You'll find out, isn't it, later on? Um, if this match should have been like a match that happened on a, another pay-per-view and I don't mean like the big four pay-per-view like it should have been happened at something like a battleground pay-per-view so or, so they had two like, other, yeah sorry they had two other matches after this one was like yeah. my foot match but yeah it was one that led to an extreme rules uh, stipulation I think that was a kiss my foot match and there was one but basically Michael Cole won this match won another match only for Jerry Lawler to get his revenge uh, two pay-per-views later when this feud already died you know what the worst part about this match Chris I believe this is like the hottest feud heading into Wrestlemania this year wow what a great year for the WWE that must yeah. have been. See, I didn't at this point, like there's a couple of years where I didn't watch anything but the WrestleManias. This was one of those years. And um yeah. I, I'm just I, w- why the hell am I watching this? <laughs> I'm just wondering what Austin's paycheck was like to get be part of this boring storyline. Like how much did he make at that WrestleMania? I don't know. I just feel sorry for Jerry because it's his only WrestleMania match. It's against someone who's not a wrestler and he loses by disqualification. Uh, you couldn't make that shit up. <laughs> like, uh, it was so bad. Chris, w- do you want to add anything to uh, the shit pile of that was known as Michael Cole? Not Corbis really. Jer- I mean, just watch it if you haven't seen it. Or it's don't. Terrible. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Save yourself the bother because you'll get really angry. So, Chen. No, no, no. You people need to watch it. You need to do your research. You can't be like a bloody Chris over here. Yeah, that's, okay. good. that's a good point. Don't be a Chris. Watch the match. Even though Chris hey, is the one to watch the match. Hey, Brod, I don't like Baron Corbin. Let's remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. 
<laughs> but, but, hey, Bron, you're so lucky to go to see Kurt Angle's retirement match. Retirement <laughs> match against the Baron Corbin. I'm telling like, you now. I wish I'm I could change places with you. I'm telling you now, John Cena's coming in. John Cena will like, knock out Baron Corbin, take his spot, and then John Cena will win. Do, 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 do. Uh, and your boy Baron goes empty-handed without a match, and it will be a WrestleMania moment for us to enjoy. <laughs> to be honest, I was saying this. Uh, I can't remember who I said this to, but as much as I don't want Kurt Angle's last match to be against Baron Corbin, Kurt Angle can't go anymore. I love Kurt Angle. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Exactly. But yeah. I, I just I watched, of... I watched him put an angle slam on Randy Orton, and I'm like, oh boy, you dropped him there. <laughs> oh. It's kind of sad to see, isn't it? Yeah, like at least Baron Corbin can go if needs be, but he's just he just drags everyone down with him. I don't think it's his fault. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked. We're getting sidetracked. Right. How so dare my you... number one match? Yeah, first WrestleMania match. Yep. Is Ooh. it has the great one, The Rock. Oh yeah. Versus Eric Rowan. Oh come on. <laughs> at WrestleMania thirty what was it, thirty two? Yeah, thirty two in Dallas, yeah. And it was like a six second match. It yeah. really pissed me off. Really pissed me off. It's the rock's last match in WWE as well. <laughs> It really pisses me off. <laughs> wow. I mean, like, does Kane versus Chavo Guerrero from WrestleMania 24 piss you off? Because that was seven seconds. Listen, right? The Rock, he comes out, does his little promo saying we broke records and everything like that, right? And then the, the lights go out. Then the lights go out and Bray Wyatt makes his entrance. And that year, WrestleMania, everyone was like, who is Bray Wyatt going to fight? Who is he going to fight? He's got no opponents so far, right? He comes into the ring, does his thing with The Rock. The Rock praises Bray Wyatt and everything like that. Yep. Seeing how he has the pot crowd in the palm of his hands and everything like that. And then The Rock says, we're going to have a match. And then he chooses Eric Rowan, right? Okay, I was like, oh, okay, the crowd are still hyped and everything. And just one rock bottom and he ends it. At least put over the younger talent. Even like Eric Rowan is a nobody and he kind of still keeps Bray Wyatt look strong. It just pisses me off. That was like, that, oh, like so, the other day I saw it on WWE's YouTube channel. Yeah, oh, Eric Rowan has a full match. <laughs> full match. I'm like, what full match? <laughs> 20 minutes crap. And then like yeah. the last six seconds of them just having a match and that's it. Like, yeah, and then oh. John Cena came to the rescue to top it all yeah, off. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the reason why it wasn't Bray Wyatt um, was due to the fact that Bray Wyatt was actually injured, uh, I think, at the time. Because he wasn't, he was involved in matches. Like, I think he had a match with uh, Brock Lesnar at a previous uh, network special. It wasn't a pay-per-view called Roadblock. And it was a handicap match. It was Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper and Brock basically destroyed Luke Harper for an entire match whilst Bray Wyatt watched on and didn't get involved. So I think Bray was pretty much injured and wasn't working. But yeah, I still feel sorry for Eric Rowan. Like, I'm not sure if there's imagine, much you Im- could do. Imagine yeah. you, imagine this was your first WrestleMania broad, right? Yeah. And the rock said he's going to have a match and you get all excited and everything like that. And then it ends in six seconds. 
keep in mind half of those six seconds are the are the one, two, three. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's half the match. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Like, come on. Oh, that's amazing. Um, to be honest, if I was there, I probably went well. I've technically seen Rock in a WrestleMania match, so I can't be too disappointed. The rest of that show was, but you know, uh, after the women's triple threat. But uh, yeah, I, I will say this: I, though, I just don't view it as a match, therefore I didn't count it. I I will say this though, right? It was either this or the bloody fucking Nicholas bullshit. But I went yeah. with this. I'm surprised you kept that off your list. I thought you'd be the one shitting on it, not Chris, but you know. <laughs> it was a close call, but then both, I was both, like... Both of you just hate kids. Both of you just hate kids. <laughs> Funny thing is, if I if WWE never uploaded this match and reminded me how much I hated it on their YouTube channel, the Nicholas would have been number one. Wow. Wow. So there you have it. So I think we'll put this in a Twitter poll to see which one is our least favourite. And that'll be Michael Cole versus Jerry Lawler. Or The Rock versus Eric Rowan, which is an interesting choice. I don't necessarily agree with it being the worst. I don't even count it as a match, but it still counts. So we'll put that on a Twitter poll. So shall we just move on to uh, ranking our five worst moments? Um, so, Chan, do you want to go with what's your fifth worst moment in WrestleMania history? Okay. Okay. So I couldn't think of five, so I got four. Okay, shall we skip you then for the time being? Yeah. Okay, what, Chris, what's your number five? Number five, Roman Reigns beats The Undertaker at WrestleMania 34. It was 33. 33, 33 sorry. Research, Chris. Shut up, Chen. <laughs> oh, God, okay. Um, yeah, WrestleMania 33. 33, Roman Reigns beats The Undertaker. Why is it, wh- why? Well, I can't have been the only one that was pissed off. Why are you pissed off? Were you not? No. He put over a younger talent. The Undertaker's too old. Like, it wouldn't be realistic for him to beat Roman Reigns. You know, we bang on about this reality era. I was happy with the Roman win. I would have been happy if The Undertaker retired. It would have been a great moment. It wasn't a great match, but that's on The Undertaker, not Roman Reigns. I mean, when I look at that match, I I, I was like, Chris, I was so pissed off. But what pisses me off even more was the ending shot of undertaker's jack and hat in the ring and you think and then he goes and kisses his wife and breaks kayfabe and you think oh this is his last match but then he has like 10 matches in saudi arabia oh and he's getting back to saudi arabia instead of wrestlemania (laughs) this year oh i can't i can't i can't wait for undertaker versus sting out of retirement for 10 million bucks on a pole (laughs) so i think that that pisses me off like that really does piss me off but like um, I wouldn't say I I agree with brothers. Uh, at the end of the day, you have to put on, put over younger talent. In my opinion, it would have been Bray Wyatt, but at WrestleMania 31. But you know, would you say CM Punk at WrestleMania 29? Yeah, I would have said CM Punk at WrestleMania 29. But you always knew that he was never all Randy Orton. Oh, way back in 21. Yeah, when he was doing yeah. his whole legend killer gimmick. That would have been legendary. But then again, I'd, we wouldn't have had all those matches, Triple H, Shawn Michaels and Edge. So Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, that, that streak of seven great matches from Batista to CM Punk, the 23 to 29. And also, I love the Lesnar moment. I know a lot that's controversial, but 
Yeah, I see where you're coming from, Chen. So my number five is going to be very controversial. Now, it's a worst moment in terms of the fact it's not terrible. It's just uh, very unfortunate and very sad. Uh, and that's the Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit embrace at WrestleMania 20. Um, I think the reason why I put it on here is the fact that it's so shocking that only three and a half years later, both guys uh, passed. And uh, I think we'll cheer up this pod in a minute, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think with Benoit's double murder suicide, it just puts a downer on that mania for me. And I think the fact that we can't celebrate what was a fantastic moment at the time, these two legends of professional wrestling embrace and celebrate and climb the top of the mountain together and becoming top stars in WWE, which no one would have thought possible. Um, it was an amazing moment that was ruined by one man's unfortunate deeds to say the least. And, uh, we can't celebrate that moment anymore. So that's all I have to say. I don't really care to debate it too much if I'm honest, but, uh, yeah, it's just one that's always, it's a sore point for me. Cool. No one responds. Brilliant. <laughs> Did anyone have a response to that? I think, I think we've touched on it enough. Like, yeah, one of the peaks when they celebrate, you know, when w- when everyone celebrates the, the the WWE celebrates Eddie Guerrero's highlights. To me, I know I know in WWE and a lot of people's eyes, it was his biggest moment was beating Brock Lesnar to become a champion. But to me, his biggest moment was celebrating with Benoit in the ring at WrestleMania 20. But yeah. obviously, they erased that, and uh, I understand. And like I said, we've talked about it enough. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Chan, pick us up a bit and shit on something on your number four. So, my number four. Yep. When Sting loses to Triple H. Why is that your number four moment? Well, okay, here's the thing, right? I was so happy when Sting finally joined WWE. Even though it took him like 15 10, 15 years after the demise of WCW, right? And at that time, I understood why Sting took so long to come to WWE because he said in in an interview that all the top guys from WCW, when they went to WWE, mostly got buried, right? And you can totally understand it because most of the top talent from from WCW got buried by Triple H, Scott Steiner, uh, Goldberg, Booker T, uh, all these big WCW talents got buried by W uh, by WWE and mostly by Triple H. Am I right? Uh, yeah, I would say WCW talents definitely were buried. Um, I, I mean, it shouldn't really have come as a surprise to us when Sting right. lost to Triple H. But yeah, I'm not sure if I put that as one of my worst moments. Can, uh, you haven't let me finish. All right, so, all right. 15 years goes by since this whole the demise of WCW. Yep. Or 10, 15 years. And, yep. um, you know, you think people people age. You think people would change. And yes, yeah, Sting, finally, Sting finally joined WWE. And he was going to face Triple H. And at this period of time, Triple H isn't a cerebral assassin. 
he's like a father figure and an owner of NXT and a father figure to all the wrestlers there. So you think he would put his ego aside and everything like that. But no, come that match, yeah, he becomes a cerebral assassin again and wants to bring out his shovel and bury talent all over again. All right? Especially, is it a burial? It is, to me. This was a special... How are you going to bury someone on the first match? And especially when it's at WrestleMania. Yeah, all because... All because your fa- you and your father-in-law are holding a grudge against an old company. Uh, I don't think necessarily Triple H. People would say like, Sting was Vin- the one that got away and Vin- Triple H finally Mr. got to Mr. him. Mr. McMahon is probably the one holding the grudge there. We don't know about Triple H. L- listen, it wasn't ideal. I think everyone wanted Sting to win. Agreed. But uh, at the end of the day... You don't really need to put on someone, put over someone that is older than Triple H in this match. You know, uh, who cares? At the end of the day, you know, that, that's my opinion. We didn't get the match. What we, we didn't get the match we all wanted, which is Sting versus Undertaker. Let's be honest. We wanted yeah, that. Yeah, but match. even but even that match itself, like uh, Triple H versus Sting, was a great match. I thought it had the intervent. It had the um, it had DX involved and NWO. And yeah. everything was going so fine until just Triple H just buries him. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I thought you were a changed man. But I guess some people don't change. Triple H, as the performer, will always carry his shovel and bury people. All uh, right. He, he didn't bury Ronda Rousey. He didn't. Okay. Bury, he didn't bury Seth Rollins. No, 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 he didn't bury Batista. Let, like let how, he don't bury John Cena. Like how many? How many other people? But these have are not younger bury? talents. These are especially younger yeah, so talents. The, so let you me build tell you this: as, as a part time, as a part timer, you expect Triple H to put these younger talents over, right? Yeah. Unless he, did. he has, unless he has a personal grudge against you. Remember the summer of Punk? How did that end? As soon as Punk signed a new contract, Triple H buried him. He if, had a vendetta against him. So, right? if, okay. If Triple fairness, H has a vendetta in, against in, you, in fairness, I'm putting... Okay, so in fairness, because I don't want to go into this point too much because I don't want this to be a conversation about Triple H. Triple H would have put over CM Punk at WrestleMania 30. Admittedly, three years too late, but CM Punk decided to leave the company because that was not going to be the main event. Uh, yeah. I think he's atoned for that with the amount of people he's put over. He's put over two members of the Shield at WrestleMania. He's put over Ronda Rousey for goodness sake at last year's WrestleMania. You know, Rep- it's it's a part time. Seth what? Rollins is his son. He's their father at NXT. He, Daniel Bryan. Is, These are though. Daniel come, Bryan is, be, though. Daniel yeah, Bryan but is, this, though. Is, this is someone who's just a part time. When it's I good don't. for the business, but when it's your competitor back in the day. It's meaningless. It is a meaningless exhibition match. It doesn't matter who wins. I gotta be honest. If you and I were wrestlers and I hated you ten years ago and I was trying to take your spot and end your company, even though twenty years later we're we're much older and wiser, I will still bury you. That's how Triple H's mentality is. He just when it comes that's what the cerebral assassin in him. When it comes to all these younger talents, when it comes to all these younger talents that he has no vendetta against, yeah, he'll put them over. But when it comes to people like he had an issue I, with and stuff, uh, yeah, honestly, I I just don't see this as one of the worst moments. But we can go on and on about this. <laughs> I, do think, I think we've got to agree to disagree in this one. <laughs> so, Chris, first of all, did that make your list anywhere? It didn't make mine. Just curious. 
It did not, no. Uh, see? See, two gets one. So, Chris, what's your number four? Uh, okay, number four, Kid Rock performs at WrestleMania 25. Oh! What, are you going to tell me you're a Kid Rock fan? No, 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 no. I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. It's just not I was just best. trying to think back of performances, bad performances. That's definitely up there. The not, pit, not Pitbull at WrestleMania Pitbull, 33? Yeah, Sh- it was Pitbull. Show me the green light. <laughs> I kind of like that one. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I... It's a guilty I pleasure. Yeah, same. I think everyone finds that to be their guilty pleasure. It's like, give me the green light. <laughs> that flight rider is like, yeah, you suck, but we kind of enjoy you because you suck. But yeah, Kid Rock, oh my God. That's 10 minutes I'll never get back. Yeah. That was the fucking worst. What about you, uh, Chen? Was that like one of the worst musical performances in WrestleMania history? Uh, yeah, and I'll talk more about it if I get selected for Ring of Dishonor. Ooh. 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 Potential. Potential. So, uh, my number four is something that relates to the Brawl for All in the Attitude Era, and that is Butterbean knocking out Bart Gunn in WrestleMania 15. So, for those who didn't know the Brawl for All, it was an actual shoot fight tournament with, uh, I think it was 16 superstars. It was one of Vince Russo's genius creations. And basically, it was an all in order to get uh, one of Jim Ross's favorite talents, Dr. Death Steve Williams, over. But Dr. Death Steve Williams didn't win the shoot fight tournament. Funny how that goes in shoot fighting. Uh, it ended up being Bart Gunn, who wasn't really used very much on TV. And then at WrestleMania 15, he gets a match with. Uh, uh, sideshow boxer Butterbean, very notorious boxer in the United States, and Butterbean knocks him the fuck out, and no one got over. This was pointless, and that's all I got to say. No one got over in this shoot fight tournament. Wrestlers beating each other is not fun, and also I'm surprised Steve Blackman didn't win. He's the greatest wrestler of all time. So, do you guys remember this moment, or... No, I'm not familiar with it. So, when you say shoot fighting, is it legit shoot yeah, fighting? Yeah, legit. So, they were actually boxing and stuff. Wow. We, should, uh, we, should buy like a, we should buy a wrestling dictionary for Chris. Yeah. For these words. Yeah. Okay. Like, he's such Shut a mom. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. But, yeah, I mean... Know, at least I don't like Baron Corbin, so... <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh Back to the Corbin jibe. Love it. Yeah, I mean, it is true. At least, you know, he doesn't like Baron Corbin. So, anyway, um, Chen, Baron Corbin's number one fan. Who's your number three? What's your number three? Sorry. Okay. Uh, I forgot which WrestleMania is now. I think it was 19. But it's Triple H. Booker T. Oh, my God. Here we go. Uh, uh, No, no, Chen. Guess what? Guess what? That's on your list. It's my number three too. So let, let's shit on this together. Let, let's shit on this racist. I mean, racist tirade. Okay, so before I get into it, WrestleMania 19 is my favorite WrestleMania of all time. I thought all the matches were at least above average and above. It's got the highest average star rating according to Dave Meltzer. If you if you count his opinion, great. If you don't, fine. Uh, this match itself was good. Just not the ending. Am I right, Chen? Yeah, it was a great match. Very, very great match. On a book of Yep. But he lost. And it's how he lost. 
Oh, okay. So, okay. Let, so, what do you mean how he lost? Do you want to explain a little further? Long story short, like, you know, um, this was Triple H with his shovel bearing all the top WCW talent and anyone who got in his way. <laughs> I did that this time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I just remember the ending of the match being Triple H does a pedigree on Booker T, right? And, and then when he lands the pedigree on Booker T, Triple H also collapses on the floor for like a good 30, 40 seconds, right? Oh, and then he slowly, slowly crawls to Booker T and covers him. And you think, oh, enough time has passed. Booker T is going to kick out, right? But yep. no. One, two, three. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Time to get the shovel. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. Uh, it amazes me. It amazes me. Like, we, we associate the sledgehammer with Triple H, but we don't. It, it should sometimes be a shovel in his hand. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with. I mean, it's not the only reason why I dislike the center so much. I mean, yeah. I didn't even like the build up to it because, like, yeah, um, the, the, racial the way stuff. Triple H, yeah, racial stuff, or the way like Triple you. H discredits Booker T's success yeah. in WCW and everything. Yeah, it wasn't so much the success being downplayed. I didn't like it, but it was people like you don't win championships. I think that was a phrase he used, implying that black people don't win world titles. And I think what would have made a great, uh, not necessarily redemptive, just a great storyline arc is uh, at the very end, Booker T beats Triple H. That's all they needed to do. And they would have created a new star out of it because Booker T would have been world champion on Monday Night Raw, seen by millions of viewers and millions more than WCW when he was world champion before his death. And... Yeah, you would have created a new star, and they failed yet again. And um, I agree. Well, I agree. Yeah. The, it, it, it's not only that, but the ending absolutely sucked too. Do you know? Chris, do you know? Yep. Before I go, do you know what the why what 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 was holding Booker T back throughout the whole thing? Gone. He's a WCW guy. That was it. Otherwise, you know, uh, he's an exceptional I, I, wrestler. I mean. The fact there's never been a black WWE champion, uh, apart from The Rock, um, says well, a lot. As in, as says in, yeah, but I, Rachel, uh, the tendency not to do anything with uh, black characters in WWE um, in the main event. Uh, hopefully that changes at WrestleMania 35 with Kofi Kingston. But yeah, I think the WCW thing as well. Yeah, but he, he time, did become champion eventually with the King Booker gimmick, so I'm happy for him. But it just yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, but Chris is a bit weird. Chris, yeah, is that on your list, Chris? It's not. No, oh. I haven't seen it, but maybe I'll go back and watch it and be you disappointed. Mark! <laughs> you mark, do your research. <laughs> yeah, be disappointed like the rest of us. WrestleMania 19. The second. Can, he, can you join Mike in his WrestleMania marathon? I think I should. I don't know how many he's been through yet, so I'm maybe I'm catching maybe up to do. Maybe to get more listeners, right? Um. Maybe we should start a YouTube channel. Maybe we should just live stream watching every WrestleMania <laughs> see our reactions. We'll be so dead. Just do yeah. like do that for charity as well. We just watch all the WrestleManias and react to them. Yeah, we could do That's that. A great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. 
All right. Hopefully you fulfill that promise on that wrestling class. Anyway, what's your number three, Chris? You filthy bark. <laughs> <laughs> number three, I've got Kim Kardashian hosting WrestleMania 24. Do you guys remember this? I no. I I. But it does bring do about. you remember her being in WWE? She was for, a terrible it, host. Yeah, of course she is. She's talentless. Yeah. I don't so, remember. Yeah. That. I don't think it's go, go back and watch some of it. It's, it's all Listen, cool. I respect the Kardashian brand and the empire that Chris Jenner has built. Chen? If you listen, Chris Jenner, okay. Chen, Chen, you're fired. Chen, we don't want to hear from you again. You know, Chris, Chris Jenner. Yeah, I'll say, th- I'll say this. I think one of the Jenner chicks, um chicks oh jesus that's so outdated i apologize to our female audience um one of the channel lasses i don't know what their names are did wear an nwo t-shirt once sales rocketed after that for nwo t-shirts it was only a couple of years ago so maybe one of them likes professional wrestling and isn't the useless host but yeah i've completely forgotten about that moment chris to be honest um so shall we just move on to our number twos yeah yeah what is the poo of this shit list that was a terrible joke i apologize again uh chen what's your number two the hulk hogan wrestlemania nine moment against yokozuna okay so what is my number two match is your number two moment okay so uh why is it terrible because he just came back he did his whole politics stole the limelight of bret hart yeah and you know bret hart had a hard time beating Yokozuna and then Hogan just comes in and like does a one minute match not even one minute it was 30 seconds and beats Yokozuna with ease and just makes Bret Hart look super weak in the process and and then he just fucks off I wanna be American Pfeiffer yeah this was Pete Hogan Chris is this in your list no it's not Okay, um, so I think because we've already discussed it, and I agree completely with all these points, Dan, especially making Brett look weak is something I didn't raise before. So, yeah. Chris, what's your number two? Number two, I've got Santino Moreno wins the Women's Battle Royal as made 25. Oh, You've so already I... covered that yep. in your worst yep. matches. It is interesting that this happened at WrestleMania 25, and 10 years later, the women are main eventing WrestleMania. Oh, goddamn oh. progress. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like that. Look how, look how far we come. Look how far we come. Kudos to the current generation yeah. of women wrestlers. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, they finally entered the 21st century. Congratulations, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, as Lee said, to spend about the Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal and Satina Morella. Um, my number two is something that might be forgotten, and that is... Uh, the segment at WrestleMania 21 involving Hulk Hogan saving Eugene from a beating uh, from Muhammad Hassan and Koshiro Davari. So basically, America beats up on Islam. That's basically what I took away from this. So basically, Eugene, who, for those who don't remember, Eugene was a special needs um, Eric Bischoff's nephew. Character who, yeah, Eric Bischoff's nephew, but is a special. Uh, guy and that that was inverted commas by the way people and uh 
that's how he's brought into the WWE and is a special needs character. In fantasy, Nick Dinsmore, the guy portraying him, did get him over relatively well, but it was a bit of a tasteless character. And he would get himself into various pre- uh, predicaments, and one being that Muhammad Hassan and Koshra Davari interrupts whatever Eugene was doing in the ring. I can't really remember, to be honest, but it was a really bad moment. And then Hulk Hogan, a.k.a. Mr. America, comes out. And America, fuck yeah, um, beats down on some uh, Muslim Americans. And it was just tough to watch, just like the entire Muhammad Hassan gimmick. I really didn't like this segment. Uh, I didn't like it at the time either. Uh, but yeah, this is just the definition of Islamophobia being exploited. And uh, there's just no room for it in professional wrestling, in my opinion. Not even back in 2005. Do you guys agree that it's a shit segment? Yeah, that was a shit segment. That was a totally shit segment. Um, I would like to say back then, the people at WWE offices just weren't aware about anything. They they were blindsided by watching Fox News. They weren't aware of what goes around the world. Like that's why I'm so glad. Uh, uh, okay, go on. That's why I'm so glad with the internet and everything and YouTube and stuff. Like and you know people sometimes say on being PC, but like people these days. But I think like. You know, we don't do storylines like that anymore now. Like, WWE are rare. They they have that social awareness. There's no, like, racist gimmicks these days or anything like that. Ooh, Jinder Mahal um, making Japanese jokes at Shinsuke Nakamura last year. Yeah, but, like, that's once in the blue moon. And, like, he got punished for that and everything and that's the well, whole thing it wasn't like, gender who got punished it was the fact that they kind of brushed it aside but they do make yeah, t- but, no Vince McMahon makes tasteless jokes I mean you can't say oh he's yeah but he's an minded. old guy that's why he hires young people like you wouldn't see Triple H uh, making those type of comments like Triple what H I'm saying though is what I'm saying time. is what I'm saying is is if there was some if there was a bad segment millions of people can tweet about it and damage WWE's brand by chatting shit about them. Is Am I not right? It didn't prevent them from going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, uh, but it, uh, it caused... Con- it was all over the news, whether they would go or not. Yeah, uh, that's true. I, I I wouldn't say they're more socially aware, the fact they continue and like, to make mistakes. And the fact that with the whole women can't wrestle in Saudi Arabia, it brought a lot of attention. Yeah... I, uh, I, I'm reluctant to give WWE too much credit in discovering that there's other news sources other than Fox, but that's just me. Okay, so shall I move on to our number ones then? Yeah, sure. Okay, who wants to go first? I've always gone to Chen. Chen, do you want to go first? Or Chris, do you want to go first? How about you go first? For a, okay, so... No, no, no. I, I'm happy to go first. Roman Reigns. Reign Supreme at WrestleMania 32. Um, so, yeah, Roman Reigns beats Triple H for the WWE Championship in one of the most predictable finishes of all time. This is a main event no one wanted. This main event sucked. Um, well, it didn't suck. It was just very average. Uh, and the fans booed out of the building. 100,000 fans or people in attendance. It's probably more like 80,000 fans. 
booed it out of the building in Dallas. And yeah, it just really stands out as a really bad moment. And they really could have done something different in this main event. They could have had Brock Lesnar involved. They could have had Dean Ambrose involved. Um, and yet they choose this shield guy. And this is nothing about Roman as a wrestler or he wasn't a very good promo at the time, but not anything against him as a wrestler. He was a fine wrestler at this point, but yeah, I just not sure why they went for a 25 minute snooze fest when it doesn't suit either man's advantage. And it just got Roman Reigns more booed than ever before. Um, bad job in putting him over. Uh, the only time he got cheered in this entire run as WWE champion, any of his runs was when he beat Sheamus for the title because they thought that was worse. So maybe having Roman Reigns versus Sheamus might have been a better idea even, but this was a stinker of an entire, and it summarized an entire pay-per-view that was just bland after the women's triple threat. Something that, Chen, you'd probably agree with because the women's triple threat you thought should have main evented that year, right? Yeah, I said um, it was the best. Well, I didn't say it should main event, but it was You said it last week. You said it last week. I said because of that match, women were ready to main event. And, you know, if I had it my way, I would have been the main event. Yes. But that was the point was like they stole the show and everything like that. But also that WrestleMania also had, um, you know, it did have Chris Jericho and AJ Styles. AJ Styles making his WrestleMania debut. But overall, the card was bad. The card was bad. Yeah. I think it was a um, bad card. It was just injury. As in the whole WrestleMania was just terrible, uh, apart from the women's match, in my opinion. Um, And you also got to understand, the night before was take or two nights before was TakeOver, where you had that Sami Zayn versus um, Nakamura match. Because during the Roman versus Triple H, fans kept chanting for Nakamura. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. the Roman Reigns versus Triple H match wasn't bad, but mm. like no one wanted it. Yeah, it was just the definition of the worst of WWE's booking. What about you, Chris? Uh, what, what's your thoughts on the Roman Reigns getting booed out of the building? Uh, I just agree with everything you said, really. Okay. I have nothing to add. Fair enough. A muted response from Chris. So, Chris, what's your number one? Okay. Number one, I've got Brock Lesnar's failed shooting star press. <laughs> if, if we were doing most hilarious moments, it would be number one. But oh this was just tragic. Why is Did it... you, do you remember seeing it? Yeah, so, I remember yeah, seeing it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everyone remembers that shooting star press, but um, it's just, I think the problem is he misjudged how far away Kurt Angle was. But if he went for any different turnbuckle, it would have been slightly better because he would have connected. Instead, yeah. because he... And also, I think he under-rotated or maybe over-rotated, but yeah, he landed... Had Listen, it's spectacular to watch. Like, it's yeah. beautiful right until the moment he lands. <laughs> and you think, ah... And no wonder he doesn't take any risks anymore on the top turnbuckle. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, it's just like, ah, oh, dude... But apparently he so... always did it successfully at OVW at the time or whatever it was called. He always yeah. pulled it off. Um, 
Done yeah, that. that that was probably like the only negative. If you were to say what was negative about the Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar match at WrestleMania, that's yeah. the only fault people would look at. Yeah, everything it's, else was great about that it's match. What, it's what it's most noted for, which is a shame because it was a great main event. I mean, even to have the audacity for someone of that size to pull off that move, I fair play to him, and it was just unlucky. It was really just yeah. unlucky landing. So I can't. I can't agree with you. That's got to be the worst moment of all time. But most hilarious, yeah. considering how Rock takes away. I don't mind laughing at him at his own expense. Chen, what's your worst moment? All right. It's the worst moment. It's, it's not really a. It's not really a, a match, but like it's the build-up. Basically, Rog, you're going to WrestleMania, right? Yep. You're going to see Becky versus Charlotte versus Ronda. Yep. Let's just say they built it as once in a lifetime. Once in a fucking lifetime. But next year, they have a rematch at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you feel cheated? So, Wouldn't so you feel got, cheated? So you, you're saying Rock versus John Cena at WrestleMania 29 is the fucking worst. Yeah, because the, the match at WrestleMania 28 was built as once in a lifetime. Yep. Once in a fucking lifetime. <laughs> and then it happened the following year, next year. Certain creatures on this planet have a limited lifespan of like a day. So technically, you can get away with it. <laughs> Fuck me, bro. Oh I'm joking. God, I'm marketing bullshit behind that, bro. I'm and joking. I thought, I thought the way they built up the first one with this whole slogan "Once in a Lifetime" was bloody brilliant. But then yep. they went and repeated, have a rematch the second, the, uh, the second, the next WrestleMania. They couldn't wait to do it at SummerSlam or something. They wanted to do it at the next WrestleMania as yeah. well that just takes the piss and that and the first match was a great match the second match was a stinker fair enough apparently the rock hurt he hurt his hernia or whatever during the match but carried on but i just don't like being lied to all right it's bad enough right okay it's bad enough people say wrestling is fake but it's that they're, they're, they're lying to us through the marketing like fuck me and you had this three-year plan all planned out as well, it wasn't like last minute changes like Oscar losing the title to Charlotte. This was a three year plan in the making. That's what pisses me off. That's my wow. worst WrestleMania moment. The marketing. Wow, I'm just gonna make that an honorary member of Ring of Dishonor just for the passion alone. So I'm putting that in the <laughs> Ring of Dishonor. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Uh, <laughs> let's break that segment. Um, wow, I. <sighs> Just for your passion alone, I'm just not going to argue against you. I wouldn't say it was a moment, but Listen, yeah, let's... it was terrible. It was terrible. I don't mind rematches happening at WrestleMania, like Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, Undertaker yeah. or Triple H and Undertaker faced at WrestleMania three times. Yeah. Or Kane and Undertaker faced. <laughs> Basically, Undertaker had all these rematches at WrestleMania. But it's just when you put so much money behind the marketing and everything like that, you're just lying to us. I don't like that. Is it bad that I now want to create a twice in a lifetime segment where we just do the worst WrestleMania rematches possible? Because <laughs> <laughs> all I got in my head is what if Undertaker and Giant Gonzalez collided again? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it was a shit show. Chris, do you agree that this... Uh, oh, but, spe- but 
Oh, let's not forget. Under, it's not just Undertaker. Austin and Rock faced three times at WrestleMania. Yeah. But no one ever like... built up one of their matches once in a lifetime. No, that never happened. Okay, sure. But it's just we got the point. We got the point. Take, get yourself a nice cup of tea. Get yourself a nice cup oh. of tea and chill. Chris, Are you okay, Chen? Have you got other things going on in your life? You seem to be taking it out on us. Calm yeah, down, Doctor We don't seem professional. You don't know these wrestling terms. Get with the program, Chris. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I think we need Jason back next week. Uh, that ramble went on forever. So there you go. Little edit note. Bad Chen. Bad Chen. I'm so, glad you all agree. I'm glad you all agree. False advertising. I didn't say it was... Shut up, Chen. Anyway, <laughs> to conclude this Uber segment, uh, we're going to ask... I'm going to ask, what do you consider to be the worst WrestleMania of all time and why? I'm going to start with you, Chen. Uh, what do you think is the worst WrestleMania of all time? Uh, I've got a couple, but if one I was... Only. Oh, <laughs> 32 then. Okay. Why, why WrestleMania 32, just briefly? Uh no, actually, I change it to twenty nine. Is it because twice in a lifetime? <laughs> yeah, that that too. But the whole card was—I just didn't enjoy any of the matches apart from Punk versus Undertaker. Yeah, I gotta be honest. That match, uh, sorry. Uh, apart from that match, that card was a bit naff. I think some. I think Del Rio versus Jack Swagger was fine, but that's about it. Uh, Chris, what's your least favorite WrestleMania? Uh, WrestleMania 2. Have, have you guys actually watched it? I haven't. Uh, I've watched a bit. It was unbearable. And, yeah. Uh, uh, WrestleMania 27 is my one. Um, the main event between Miz and Cena sucked, and only was there to get The Rock over and put over Rock versus Cena the following two years. I know, to start their three year plan. It was yeah. One year already went by. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Michael Cole versus Jerry Lawler, arguably the worst WrestleMania match of all time. Uh, Edge's last match was fine, but a bit underwhelming. Uh, all things considered, you probably wanted a better opponent than Del Rio. Randy Orton and CM Punk was cut short due to Jerry Lawler versus Michael Cole. I've got a huge list. Undertaker versus Triple H is overrated, although that's not really Taker's fault. He was clearly hurt. And then you had the Morrison, John Morrison, Melina, Trish Stratus debacle, which... Uh, and then there was Snooky, and what the hell is a Snooky? The Rock's lame promo to begin with. Uh, the core getting buried. Remember the core? I don't remember the core. Um, yeah. The only good thing about this show is Rey Mysterio versus Cody Rhodes. The only really good thing, in my opinion. And even then, that was a short match. This 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 card really sucked. I mean, it was a close one for me between WrestleMania 27 and WrestleMania 29. Uh, so I'll tell you what, we're going to have another poll, guys. We're going to have another poll. Vince Russo will be very proud. We're going to put these three WrestleManias at its very... Uh, see which one is the worst of the worst in WrestleMania history. So WrestleMania 2, Chris's choice. WrestleMania 27, my choice. And WrestleMania 29, the twice-in-a-lifetime extravaganza. I bet Chen wins again. I bet you win again, Chen. I think I will as well. You cocky bitch. Anyway, uh, thanks for your contribution, guys. After this short break, we shall conclude with the Ring of Dishonor. Hey, you. 
If you like the podcast, then remember to like the Holy Shoe Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Holy Shoe Pot. Do it! Do it now! The Ring of Dishonor is back for another week, baby. I, I thought I'd try Jericho. I failed at that too. But anyway, for those who haven't joined us on the pod before, it's like Room 101, but wrestling in audio format. Each week, one of us will nominate something that they would like to see enter the Ring of Dishonor. The other people on this podcast will decide if it is worthy or, shall we say, unworthy enough to enter the Ring of Dishonor. Uh, Chen, uh, we don't have. Jason is not available with his wheel, so Chen uh, has volunteered to submit something this week. So, Chen, what are you going to put in to the Ring of Dishonor, or what do you hope gets put into the Ring of Dishonor? Well, since we are approaching WrestleMania, I've, I'm one of, probably one of the many people, I would say, who are tired of uh, WWE endorsing celebrities to help promote uh, WrestleMania and be part of the show. I get it that during the first WrestleMania, um, they relied on celebrity star power, and if they didn't, if they didn't, WrestleMania would have been a bust, and WWE would have gone out of business because Vince apparently put every penny into WrestleMania that that he had, but. WrestleMania, not only WWE is a big global brand, but the name WrestleMania itself is also a big, huge brand. And we don't need any celebrities to help promote it anymore. I'm tired of these acts taking time, like musicians, especially from wrestlers who, you know, who deserve to be on the car, but can't make the car because someone like a kid rock wants to perform for 10 minutes. Um, I don't mind when WWE incorporates musicians or other celebrities mm-hmm. into their storylines. Like, it worked well with the Mike Tyson, Austin, and Shawn Michaels feud, but and even the Floyd Mayweather and the Big Show feud. And even now, bringing Ronda Rousey, but she wanted to become a wrestler, and she is a full-time wrestler now. But now, we just don't need celebrities anymore to help promote WrestleMania. Please, you whatever time you give to celebrities, I rather they give it to wrestlers instead. I disagree. I've listened to your argument, and you went back and defeated it with the likes of I mentioned Mike Tyson, um, Ronda Rousey, Floyd Mayweather. I would like to also add Donald Trump. Whether you like him or not, he brought a lot of ice to WrestleMania 23. You had Muhammad Ali in the first WrestleMania with Mr. T. Um, Ronda Rousey last year, there's no... I mean, it got mainstream attention even on BBC Sport. Uh, it, it got attention right from the Royal Rumble. I feel that it's a very not a very important or integral part to WrestleMania, but when celebrities are actively involved at any level, it does bring eyes to the product. And it's only good for the wrestling business. It's only good for WWE as well, uh, considering the amount of viewers that it's losing on its regular TV uh, programming. I mean, TV ratings decline is another entire argument in itself. But ultimately, celebrities usually... when used well, provide a very good boost. And the the examples you listed at the end is the exact reason why I don't think they should be entered. I get your point when it's someone like Kid Rock take 10 minutes away or Flow Rider um, taking a few minutes away, for instance, or if they're pointlessly added like a Kim Kardashian to use uh, 
Chris's example, uh, they don't really add anything to the show, and that would have been fine. But say no more celebrities ever, I don't think it would allow WWE to get that mainstream attention because WrestleMania is not that big of a brand outside our bubble, I don't think. Chris, what do you think? So you mentioned you were fine with celebrities being within storylines, but not people like Kid Rock. Any other examples? Um, celebrities that haven't been in storylines? It depends. I guess you could say it really, really depends. Like, all right, Mike Tyson, yeah? Muhammad Ali, legit badass fighters who can rip your motherfucking head off. Ronda Rousey, same thing. In What's, terms a fucking of, snooky? What's a fucking snooky? All right? In terms of what that Tyson, right, it's biting ears off. Just to correct okay. you. <laughs> okay. All right, we got bloody Snooky. We, what about now? Braun Strowman. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Braun Strowman. Yeah. He's wasting his time with these NS. What is it? NSL cast people. Saturday Who the fuck Live. are these people? Saturday Night Live is huge. Yeah. What it, the fuck? Okay, like seriously, okay, get okay. the fuck out of my raw, raw. Okay, so they're bad. There's no denying that. But they are very popular on Saturday Night Live. It's one of the most popular TV shows in the United States. It makes sense. I, I don't like it, but it makes sense. It has crossover appeal. And, you know, being in New York and Saturday Night Live is filmed in New York. I'm telling you now, Braun Strowman is going to be on Saturday Night Live and it's going to get millions of eyes, millions of eyes. So it will make sense. It does make sense from a business perspective. So you're just it's, thinking about it from a marketing point. Yeah, but that's the point. Like I'm you talking want about to, it from a wrestling product point. It but, doesn't add anything to the wrestling. But without Mr. T and Muhammad Ali, there would be no WrestleMania. You know? And that and I'm saying and I'm saying we Mr. don't T, need Mr. them anymore. T, Mr. T's not a legit badass. You know? Might... He fucked up Rocky. What are you on about? Oh my god. Uh, my that... point is my point Chad, is Chad we don't know need what them anymore. Is. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing about Snooky, right? I can't believe him defend this after WrestleMania twenty seven. Wasn't the worst of but no so shall shall we come to consensus here i'm not putting it in chris what about you no i'm not putting it in it's it's part of wrestlemania (laughs) Uh, sorry i just enjoyed that one a bit too much sorry chan it doesn't get entered i can't wait to hear your opinion when Paul Strowman's and the SNL cast waits 15 minutes of your life at WrestleMania. Mate, okay? it's, it's that will be probably be your toilet break. Okay? Yeah, it's going to be the best dump I've ever taken in my life. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> just like after I stuff myself with food in glorious United States where they load it up with a plenty. I can't wait to take a shit during that. Once, <laughs> once in a lifetime for you, yeah? Once in a lifetime for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, what? i got to say, it's been brilliant doing this episode with you guys. I'm not sure if it makes great <laughs> audio elsewhere, but uh, Chris, welcome back. And uh, Chen, uh, never a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps it up for this edition of Holy Shoot. Um, Join us next week. I think we might even have two episodes. One will be, uh, feature Jason interviewing Rich Baker from Smack Talk about uh, the various things that he does, including this uh, t- amazing T-shirt design uh, commissioned by the Co- Cody and the Young Bucks. You should check out that interview when that drops. Uh, hopefully, it'll be early next week. 
We should also be doing a preview of WrestleMania 35 and NXT TakeOver New York. We're trying to figure out the logistics of that because me and Jason, uh, w- not to rub it in your guys' faces, but uh, we're, we're going to New York to enjoy our first Mania experience. And we can't wait to share that with you. Hopefully, we record some reactions when we're there. And hopefully, we even might drop a live podcast. Who knows? Um, Quick question, Broad. Are you yep. going to access? Yeah, I'm going to access. Can you get a picture of Baron, Baron Corbin, please? He, he's not in my session. You know, okay. <laughs> there is one. There is one autograph session where it's Alexa Bliss, and I know how much you love Alexa Bliss and believe she listened to the show. Chance, like, who okay. knows? I might get right. to, I'm, if I can, I might get her to do a sound drop. But I okay. might. Thank mon- you. It's Monday morning after WrestleMania, so no guarantees. But anyway, anyway, dear listener. In the meantime, remember to subscribe to us on all good podcast outlets, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. Podbean, Castbox, you name it, subscribe to us. Drop us a five star review uh, on iTunes or where possible, depends where you get your podcast from. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Holy Shoot Pod. And that's the bottom line, as this pod said so. Once in a lifetime. Twice in a lifetime, asshole. <laughs>